You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. As I promised, John K. Bates, CEO and founder of Executive Speaking Success, is going to be our guest. Hi, John. It's good to have you on the program. Hey, Rick, how are you? It's great to, great to be with you. Well, I'm excited to have you. You know, I, I, I just want to let everybody know that a great way to stay informed about our great guests like John is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to criticalmass4forbusiness.com. At the bottom of the page, actually it's any page, you can, t- you can find the Join Our Mailing List box. Simply type your email address, hit subscribe, and you'll start receiving our weekly newsletter with information about our upcoming guests and special insights from me. You know, I said it's excited to have John on the show because for over 13 years, he's been a world-renowned leadership communications coach, trainer, and speaker. He knows what it is, what is effective, and shares with others on the subject of executive speaking. I can speak for this in person. John presented to my all-member group in December, one of the top-rated speakers we had in 2015. He has a unique style, and his his skill set just sets him apart from uh, the other go-to guys. And he, he is a go-to company for top performing enterprises. So John Bates is CEO and founder of Executive Speaking Success. I'm excited that he's going to share a bit of his expertise along with a new online product, which I'm really excited about. So John, thanks for joining us. Tell us a bit about Executive Speaking Success. Well, as you said, you know, and I've been quoting you ever since I saw you that time, uh, the thing that everyone in every company does every day, no matter what their position, no matter what industry the company is in, no matter what country they're in, no matter anything else, is communicate. Everyone's communicating every day with each other, with customers potentially, up the chain, down the chain, left, right, all around. And as you said, it's one of the least invested in aspects of any company, and yet it is the thing that everyone is doing all the time. So that's what I focus on. I call it leadership communication. Uh Thank you for for that um, mention. It was great to have you uh, speak to the group. People in my community, Critical Mass CEO peer groups here in Orange County, are still buzzing, literally buzzing, about some of the knowledge that you transferred to them. This concept of mirror neurons, which we don't have time to get into right now, ladies and gentlemen, but if you're curious about this, the ability of a human to sense what another human may not even realize they're feeling, but at some level they are experiencing it. Is is that a fair way to uh, explain a mirror neuron? Yeah, it's yeah, it's the thing that makes us feel what we see other people feeling. Is it, and, and and that that is for a leader that is such a powerful awareness to have. You know, the the guest was on the earlier segment was talking about being emotionally intelligent. And John, I had to think about our conversation. Yeah. It's not what I'm planning to talk to you about, but it just it's such a powerful concept that people need to realize we're giving off something that other people are picking up. And as a leader, you really need to become in touch with that. And the way you handled the group and the knowledge that you transferred at the all-member meeting. John, I can see why you're such a high-valued speaker. It was great to have you in our community. Oh, that's so fantastic. It was a real honor, Rick, and, and a real, real pleasure. You you know, you know, you get some of the best people in the world in those rooms with you. And uh, so that's a great audience. And, you know, it, it really is, Rick, I think the, the bottom line for me about mirror neurons is that they are the, the physiological basis 
of that saying, you get what you put out. Wow. And, and I think we don't think about that. Right. Enough, you know, like there's actually a physiological basis in reality of why you would get what you put out. And, and there you have it, you know, mirror neurons. So if you're a leader of a, of a $50 million company or smaller or maybe slightly larger and you're interested by this type of conversation, you need to find John online. And we're going to give you a chance to do that here in a little bit because there is so science is catching up so much to what we have had intuition for john and you're so eloquent at talking about the advances in technology and science we're really making what used to be soft skills really a hard skill now because there's data and research that backs it up yeah yeah exactly all right that's true so let's talking about being online tell us about your new online product that you're launching john yeah, you know, this is the Speak Like a Leader boot camp that I have been developing for years now in person. And I finally just got so many requests from people who wanted to attend one, but they're always, you know, right now it's all private. I'm doing it for corporations and things like that. So I found a partner and created a really well done online version of what I call the Speak Like a Leader boot camp. And that is the prerequisite. It's kind of the 101 for anyone that wants to coach with me. So I I work with companies, as you know, like NASA all the time, Accenture all the time, Johnson & Johnson, uh, big companies like that. And before I coach someone there, I ask them to do the Speak Like a Leader boot camp. And it's just all the best stuff that I've found in an entire career of being an evangelist for various Uh, internet company and going around and speaking at conferences and talking to the press and making all kinds of mistakes (laughs) that I can now help people not go out and make. (laughs) So it took me, um, you know, I'm 52 now. It took me my whole life to put all this together and make all these mistakes so that I could teach people something really worth learning. But if people want to get all that pain out of the way, you know, very easily and quickly and start taking new ground in their communication, it's a great, great course. So, so as someone who had the privilege of previewing and, and seeing the content I can and, and watching you live in the in-room experience, I, um, I was impressed, John, with how much value you've put into your online, how much of you shows up in the content online as it would in person. I, I really think, you know, I, I like entrepreneurs who are willing to share some of their best work with the public in a way that is, you know, is a revenue stream, but isn't the major revenue stream. And, and for me, you really give a lot of great value in your boot camp and your online course. Well, that's that's super kind of you to say that, Rick. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because the way that you say it makes me think of something that I think might be worth talking about just a little bit here. Because, you know, early, early in my career, I didn't really have a name doing this. And so I was doing it for a lot of TEDx organizers around Southern California, but I was doing that mostly for free or beer money. And I would speak to groups such as yours, and I would get all these invitations to go do my training. And since no one knew me, it was really hard for me to get anybody to pay me. I'd say, you know, can you pay my gas money? And they'd be like, no. And I'd say, do you have any kind of a stipend? And I'd say, no. And I'd say, okay, I'll be there. You know? <laughs> right. So... 
<laughs> I, I tried. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And and in all those instances, everywhere from TEDx to CEO groups, there was this part of me that really was terrified about giving my best stuff away. You know that feeling, right? Right. I didn't want to give the best stuff. I thought, well, you know, they got to pay for the best stuff. And then I thought, you know what, John, that is not consistent with who you want to be and it's not consistent with the principles that you care about if you're going to go do this and you're going to do it at all then you go give it the absolute best you have no matter whether they're paying nothing or ten thousand dollars or whatever and so for a long time i went out and just gave everything i had as best i could no matter what i was getting paid and i was terrified about that (laughs) but i have to say that now several years later, that's starting to pay off in just enormous ways. And if I had held back at all, I don't think people would be talking about me. I don't think people would want to come work with me years later. Um, and so, you know, same thing with this online thing. I, I really wanted to make it the absolute best thing that I could possibly make it. If I was going to do it at all, I just wanted to give it my all. Well, you know, this is um, a teachable moment. If we had the gong, I would ask our engineer to play the gong, because as our audience knows, there you, there you go, John. Because I, we're, getting, we're getting fancy here on Critical Mass Radio Show, John. Um, what you just shared is transferable to any entrepreneur that's out there with a product or a service that is figuring out how to grow the revenue stream. Don't be afraid to give the best stuff away to show people because you will, as you're doing, you continue to create great stuff, right? It's not static. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we're gonna, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our... Okay, now we're getting a little carried away with the special effects. Sorry about that, John. <clears throat> we're going to take our commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When I come back with John Bates, we're going to talk more about his business, executive speaking success, his online boot camp, and just a little bit more about the work that he's doing. And also, John, I'm going to ask you when we come back from the break, tell me about a current challenge facing the brand and the business and what you're doing to overcome that challenge. I sure will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words. <laughs> Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. Wow. Marketing predictions are out for 2015, and marketing success is changing. Did you know that Google is now actively tracking your business and personal brand and online reputation? Online and offline marketing has changed. Google is driving more than 85% of your traffic. And if your brand is inconsistent or has poor mobile usability, your rankings and traffic can suffer in 2015. To learn how your business is currently viewed and what can be done to improve your brand's visibility and authority, contact SunUp Group for a free marketing analysis. It could be a business game changer. Visit www.sunupgroup.com today or call 877-609-3840, extension 700. 
Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. John Bates is our guest. He's CEO and founder of Executive Speaking Success. You know, we love reviews of our radio show and podcast on your favorite podcasting software. This is a great way for others to find our show. Since we started in 2009, we've reached over 170,000 listeners with our podcast, and I would truly appreciate if you might take a few minutes to write a review of the program so that others might find it. All right, so, John, before the break, I said I wanted to ask you about maybe a current temporary challenge that you're facing and what you and the team are doing to overcome it. Do you have one? Oh, <laughs> boy, do I have one. I have way more than one. I think that, that uh, I mean, well, I'll talk about this one, Rick, because in a way, if I just told you the problem, it might sound, a little, you know, silly, but I think everybody listening that's an entrepreneur knows this problem or will know it soon. And it's the problem of things going so well that I just cannot keep up with things. And that was not a problem until just a while ago. And all of a sudden, it has really become an issue. I'm sure that some things are falling through the cracks and I'm missing out on opportunities. And I mean, it's fine when I have to say no to a speaking engagement because I've already got a speaking engagement that has, you know, paid me up front to be there. But it's terrible when I'm missing out on opportunities in time that I would be able to take them because I'm just not keeping up with my email or getting back to people fast enough or things like that. So that that whole that whole thing of 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 uh, I've heard that that. Startups don't die of starvation; they die of indigestion. Oh. And so, you know, how do I focus in on what's really, really the most important? And I'm actually listening to a book right now that I, so far, I think is fantastic. It's called Essentialism. Okay. And you know, it's a it's it's something that I think that um, Tim Ferriss is pretty good at. I think he's pretty good at being an essentialist. He focused on what made money and then just didn't do the rest of it and found other people to do what had to get done anyway. Okay. And so right now I'm looking for what what are the things that I need to be the one to do? What am I good at and what is my value best spent on? And then how can I start to hand these other things off? And anybody who's been in that position before me probably knows it's scary. It's difficult. How can I trust someone with that? You know, right. like, oh, I want to do it all, and and that's just not working. You know, at the risk of uh, having an errant audio effect go on, I would say that would be another gong moment there, John. And uh, I think because that is, you know, and you actually have the benefit of being close enough to the business to see that. Uh, I have seen 
other organizations, you know, up to $50 million companies, where the CEO doesn't realize that the value proposition is being um, under-delivered because of the, the workload yeah. that they're doing until almost, yeah. you know, it, it hits a critical point. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's another interesting thing, too, Rick, because I work with a lot of really big companies, and without saying any names, I'm, I mean, I work with with the names I mentioned earlier, and I've been doing some internal coaching, and it is one of those things where I see people working so hard, and I, and up to a point, I think working really hard is great, <laughs> but then it gets to another right. point where working really hard starts to be counterproductive, yes. and people start playing that game of, I slept less than you did, and that's just a dumb game. Right. Yes, and that leads to burnout and a lot of other bad things. We're talking with John Bates. Yeah. He is a fountain of knowledge and information, especially when it comes to speaking success. Matter of fact, his firm is titled Executive Speaking Success. I wonder if you might revisit a point that you made with um, my people in person. You know, you, you made the point that when it comes to speaking, the opening and the closing are so important as it grabs people's attention and it sort of gives them what they remember about it. Can can you share what about opening and closing do you think are crucial and important for members of the Critical Mass community that's listening to this podcast or live stream to really understand? What little training Absolutely. can you give them? Sure. Well, so one of the things that I say, Rick, is, and I get teased about this sometimes by people who are very logical and very into the content and, and all that, but I say that the most important part of any speech is the beginning. And it doesn't even have to have any really great content in it. All it really has to do is get people to want to listen to the rest of what you're going to say. And when people say, but John, that, you know, how could the beginning be the most important? The most important part is what you're going to say, the content, the real deliverable of the message. And I say, well, if that's important, then the beginning is even more important because if they check out at the beginning, like so often mm, they do, right. then they won't ever hear the content. Right. So to get that content into their minds and to actually make a difference with that content the opening is the most important part. And I say that you, sometimes people say you've got about two or three minutes to convince them to listen. I don't think that's true at all. I'm much more <laughs> subliminal and unconscious than that. And I think you've got about seven seconds. <laughs> Jesus, that's really you know? not a lot of time, and John. I, not a lot of time. And it starts the minute they see you. Oh, my so gosh. So how you walk up and stand there and, and the first thing out of your mouth is incredibly important wow. for having people check in and want to listen and stick around. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah, and, and sadly, how do most people start their speeches? How do they start it, John? You know, you've been at this this speech a million times, probably. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be here. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know? and, and then they start their speech. Right. You know? they, we act like that part's not part of our speech, but that's the opening of your speech, and it's a terrible opening. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So. Oh. And if you, if you think he's funny here in the interview, uh, you wait till you... You see him live or on video. You, you, you do hold, you know, uh, people's attention, and you make your points with humor many times, which is so much more enjoyable. John, uh, uh, a week or two ago on Critical Mass Radio Show, we had a lady who wrote the book on story business storytelling for dummies, mm. and I was thinking of you uh -huh. because you know that's another kind of 
the lesson that I learned from listening to you is the power of, you know, being able to tell a good story. Yeah. Oh, it's so crucial. I mean, our brains more highly value story than anything else in communication. It, stories are the most important thing, period. Yeah. And, and Evolutionary. It's biological. Right. It, it is. It's in, 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 in the interview with Karen Dietz, is the name of the author of the book, you know, she was uh-huh. talking about how the brain fires, too, with emotion around stories that you're not going to get when you're just giving facts and figures and data. Yeah, absolutely true. And, you know, we don't have time to go into the whole mechanism of it, but the part of the brain that signs the check or that takes action of any kind is not the logical part of the brain. It's the emotional part of the brain. So if you're not making an emotional connection when you're communicating, then that's why you're not having people take action. That's why you're not getting the check signed. That's why they're not investing in you or whatever it is. It's because there's not that emotional connection. It doesn't have to be deep and like kumbaya. Mm. Just some sort of connection with people on an emotional level, which is why I say small talk is not actually small talk. It's big talk because it's not the content of it. It's the it's the signals you're sending each other that you can relax and it's going to be okay. You're not going to kill each other. Now we can relax and talk about business, you know. Right, and and you have traveled the globe helping people understand in different parts of the world, too, about the importance of telling stories and making communication work. And I think for the people that are listening to our show, you know, we do have a global audience, although we program heavily for North America. You know, I think a lot of what you what you share is transferable around many different regions and cultures, John. Yeah, well, you know, Rick, I've, I've worked very hard on that, and I, and I have done everything I can do to base all my principles and all the principles of the training in human evolutionary biology and human neurophysiology. So it is not culture dependent and it's even on a deeper level than the than the differences between men and women's brains. This is a fundamental human thing that we're talking about, all these principles. And although different cultures embrace or don't embrace it more than others, it transcends all cultures. It's fundamental about what it means to be human. Hopefully from listening to this segment, either on the live stream here on octalkradio.net or as a podcast off your favorite podcasting software, you get a sense, ladies and gentlemen, for the quality of the character, the content, and the person that is John Bates. So if, if people would like to learn more about what you do and how you can help them, where do you say they go, John? You know, the best place to go is executivespeakingsuccess.com. That's my website. They can get to the online course from there. Um, they can reach out to me via email. Uh, I believe my num- phone number is up there, too. I'm Pacific time, so don't wake me up in the middle of the night if you're listening internationally. But uh, it's all right there at executivespeakingsuccess.com. I really want to thank you for being generous with your time, sharing a bit of what you know, and to give you my complete and heartfelt endorsement for the work that you do helping leaders of all size companies, but in particular, the lower middle market firms, the $50 million companies and smaller. Uh, You made a lasting positive impact on my people and my community, and I really appreciate that, John. Oh, you're super welcome. You're super welcome. Have a good day. All righty. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being a friend of the program. It's really valuable to have you in our community. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, this show was brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, SunUp Group, and Tian Company. Our engineer for today is Paul Roberts. Joan Park is our producer, and I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the radio shows we do, the CEO peer groups that I lead here in Orange County for business owners, then visit my website, Critical Mass for F-O-R, business.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 